Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. That's the Showtime Chief. Now Mahomes scrambling to his right. And now fires it late, Cohen, at the back of the end zone. Mahomes, magic. I give them a lot of credit. They made a lot of good plays. Patrick played great. When they come to their house, find a way to win, get your kickstart into the rest of this year. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio Series, XM Channel 80, ESPNU. We are, well, you can download the podcast. We're on your smart speakers. Or you can go to the ESPN app, probably already on your phone. If not, download it. It takes a second, and you click on the app. Lower right-hand corner, click on more. Scroll down to live radio. You listen to us live wherever you are. Good morning, guys. What's up? Yo, man? what happening? <laughs> what what happening, homie? What's what up, partner? No, 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 no. We we are from the West Coast. We do not speak that way. I'm sorry. Well, you are. I was the mayor of Los Angeles. I served a six-year term between 2010 and 2016. Yeah. Wow. No wonder our city is... It's thriving now, right? No, exactly. No wonder some of the stuff that I see around here is... Better, much better now that you're gone. It's ter- oh, by the way, what a sports jinx I was. It was unreal. As soon as I left, Rams win the Super Bowl, Dodgers win the World Series. Must. Yeah, I'm think about it. You're in New York, so you and, and you've been in New York now. That y'all can't figure it out. Can't figure it out. Can't get right. Um, you know who can get right, fellas? <laughs> Whose voice City was that? Chiefs. I don't oh. know. It's just you know oh. the the uh, nerd uh, broadcaster. I didn't know if it was somebody Uh-oh. specifically. No. Nerd broadcaster. Who did it sound like? <laughs> I, Who do you I think I was? I don't, I don't know, know any I'm nerd broadcasters. You. I don't know. It's just like the you know prototypical. <laughs> Go Max ahead. don't know either. He just Patrick Mahomes <laughs> is. It's not Patrick Mahomes, but Patrick Mahomes. It feels like we were just talking about this in the last segment, guys. One of the reasons I, it's not that I push back against Josh Allen. I acknowledge his greatness. I actually root for him. I you think push back I, against Josh Allen, but but only against mm-hmm. the notion that he's the best player in the world. It feels like, again, Jay, you brought up the Bulls-Pistons just as a way to say, look, he has to get over the Patrick Mahomes yes. hump. But my point is the story of the NBA, was, it was Michael Jordan's story the whole time. It was his story. The story of the NFL, to me, is the Patrick Mahomes story. I mean, there are lots of characters. I get it. One week it's Lamar Jackson. But every okay. year there's Mahomes in the AFC Championship okay, but, game. You, but you know that's not like the typical story that most p- people root for the underdog, right? You know, people mostly yeah, root for the guy – who is on the verge of climbing, getting to the top, I get but it. can't seem to get over that hump. Like, that's kind of what Josh Allen represents. Yeah. When, when Tom Brady was on top, it seemed like they all rooted for Tom Brady. And under, oh, you know. Tom's different. <laughs> it's great you know what I mean? Time. No, it seems like sometimes, sometimes people root for the overdog and sometimes they root for the underdog. I, uh, don't, know that, I don't know that Josh Allen is an underdog. Not according to the odds makers to start the season. It's the odd makers. It's not reality. Anyway, I don't think in reality he's the underdog. And by the How could way, you be in the underdog when the majority of the people feel like you are on your way to becoming something special? Because you I, haven't done it yet. I just feel like you should leave Mahomes alone, and let's talk about who's the second best quarterback in the world is. And I think we should do that every year. Yeah, well, that's he's the underdog. That's what I'm saying. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback. That's fine. He's had the most success in that time span for AFC championship games i mean super bowl winner mvp what else do you want from him he's the standard that's why josh allen is the underdog that's why people are rooting for josh allen to get over that hump you saw the way the game ended last year right 
He felt like if the ball was in his hands, he would have had a shot. But no, See, I'm not, luck I'm goes not on. I feel like Josh Allen to get over the hump. Why not? I, huh? Why not? Because I'm rooting for Lamar Jackson to get over the hump. Yeah, well, okay, that's a good yeah. you know, right. Lamar, well, too, needs to get. Own, by the way, but, but that's the point. Under Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Key points out, Justin Herbert's never even been in the playoffs. But all these great young quarterbacks in the AFC. And by the way, Lamar is <laughs> I'm rooting for Lamar to get over the hump. I'm rooting for Jalen Humps. Humps. Jalen Humps. Jalen Humps to get Jaylen over the hurts. Humps? What? Jalen Hurts to get over the hump. Hey, yo. Hey. You know, it. When I look at underdogs, I don't look at a guy who was selected in the first round and picked because he was big, he was strong, he was fast, and they knew what he was going to do. They went out and got Stephon Diggs for him as an underdog. I look at a guy like Lamar Jackson who they say, hey, man, go play another position. Go try DB. Go do this, go do that as Hmm. an underdog. I look for a guy like Jalen Hurts who's a second-round pick for the Philadelphia Eagles to all of a sudden take over. And people still saying, even though he took his team to the playoffs and whatnot, as an underdog, follow, come into this year. Oh, Philadelphia Eagles got a lot of picks, man. Jalen Hurts, is, he's got to prove him wrong. He's got to prove him wrong. I look at that as an underdog. So the, those are underdog stories to me. And not ju- not Jalen Hurts. I mean, Justin. Um, Humps. Humps. Justin Humps, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. What is well, this in listen, my ear? What is wrong with you? Listen, particularly, there, there's a racial component oh, to it. My lady, because because Lamar Jackson was told to switch positions. They didn't ask Mitch Trubisky to switch positions, even though he's fast. They told Lamar Jackson to. And I get it, you know, and that's part of it, but too. that's, that's an underdog, 100%. Though. It's underdog is tied to race at the quarterback position, too, in the NFL in terms of in So terms much of, to overcome. Of course. Okay. Of course yeah. that's the case. Meantime, Patrick Mahomes is the best player in football, at least best quarterback in football. He was asked about his flip pass, the TD to Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, where he did the spin move. You're like, oh, my God, he, he like just stops now. It's a great play and still has the we- – we're playing it right now on ESPNU. He's being chased down. He gets to the – Spin move, bam. Spin move, and, oh, what's he going to do? And he flips the ball like no one else can do that. Not consistently. Dude does stuff like this consistently. What about that flip pass, Patrick? First off, I missed the wide open touchdown like the play before. I, or I got like in between, like I want to lob it to him or just dot, dot it on him. And so I was upset with myself there. Um, and then we rolled out, and they did a good job of kind of coming upfield, not, not going on that dive play that we kind of always run with Burton. Um, but I, I was able to use my speed to get a, a little bit of speed to get around the edge there. Um, and then I was going to run for it, and they kind of flew around, and I, I realized I wasn't going to make it, and I saw Clyde, and so I just kind of flicked it up to him. When I spun, that kind of, I think when the spin made me kind of decide to throw it again because I knew once I spin, I wasn't going to be able to build the speed to get in there. I was, before that, I was thinking about getting to the pylon, um, but once I spun, I, I realized that Clyde was open. See what I mean about, by people who are comfortable when they talk? Patrick Mahomes sounds like a straight nerd, but, but he's, he's very comfortable. <laughs> he don't sound like he, no nerd. He but he, but he, but he, but Why, because he's he has very, a high understanding of football? No, no. That's oh, it's God. like his tone of voice and everything. But, but he's, <laughs> but he's very comfortable. He's Dude, authentic. Man. And so he's a, great, he's a great leader as a result of that. And I love his description of the play. He's a playmaker. Max, he doesn't dude. sound like a nerd. And on top of that, Patrick Mahomes, the best, he couldn't tell you this because then he would be patting himself on his back. But the best part about the whole play is his awareness to understand the sticks, that he couldn't cross the line of scrimmage. And that he knew when he made the spin, he I guess he periffed it out the side Perifted. or whatever, Perifted. but he realized where he was at 
on the field, and when he got to the two-yard line, it was like, here, man, you take it. Yeah. yeah that's such a great You play. have to – his you description have to be able was to know all of that to do that. It, it, it is watching the replay. It is funny because when he hits the spin move, a lot of other Bucks defenders stop. Like they, they slow down the speed towards trying to tackle him, right? Because they think that one defender has him. But there is something that Travis Kelsey said after the game that we've been saying on this show for the past couple of years. There's a Houdini like magic to him. Like that's why like, I watched last night. I'm like, this guy is like a a Magic Johnson to me because Magic Johnson just made stuff happen. We're like, damn, how the hell did he make that happen? It looked different. How did, he, yeah. how did he thread the needle? How did he get the ball through that gap? That's what this dude does. And he's playing with a well, he, love on, on his heart on his sleeve magic, right? Yeah, like, man. he made the great pass. He enjoyed it. You could see it. And Mahomes doing the same thing. He's having fun. Yeah, but Mahomes has a lot to still prove to people, too, even though he's won Super Bowls and, and MVPs and he's gone to Super Bowls. Because even when you mention – Patrick Mahomes, there's always a Tom Brady effect to it. There's always an Aaron Rodgers effect to it. And even as his career continues to go, there'll be other great quarterbacks that come up, especially if he doesn't get multiple Super Bowl victories. So I feel like he's always trying to prove. Now, remember, Patrick Mahomes was not selected in the top 10 in the draft. He was not a top five quarterback, a top four quarterback. So that's something to prove. And then when you look at a guy. never work in the NFL. You, yeah. you look at a guy like Lamar Jackson. Lamar's still out there doing some of the – he had some Patrick Mahomes moments yesterday. He certainly did. And Josh Allen did too. So when you look at some of these quarterbacks, they're still out to prove. Jalen Hurts got to prove to people. It's not about race. It's about just understanding that I can play this position too. Now they treat some they treat some white quarterbacks the same way, like the Trace Mc I think it's McSorley if I'm saying his name correctly mm-hmm. from Penn State. They wanted him too to play the receiver position because they didn't think he could play quarterback in the NFL. But he said no, I want to play quarterback. Now he's a backup, he's not a starter, but he still is fulfilling an obligation as a quarterback and living his dream and not allowing some crusty old general manager type or scout to say you need to play another position because they're stuck in the big statue, six foot five laser arm ways. And so, you know, I don't think Max at all, it has to do with race opposed to a guy not understanding that people can play the quarterback position, even though it's not their style. It's not that I think it's about race. It's I think it's overlapped with it. Cause when you mentioned underdog, um, Part of that, like part of being the underdog is having to face additional obstacles, Mm -hmm. right? Is having to, you put it, you said it best key, overcome. And so so that, the element of race is there to me when it comes to, to like, why does Lamar slip in the draft all the way down to the end of the first round? Right, and then and and then and now as a result of that, he's well, he constantly having to prove things. He slipped because people didn't think he could play the position. But he was also at, my point is key. He just happened to be in Mitch my Trubisky opinion. He just is, happens to be a black quarterback, right? That they thought couldn't play. But the Mitch position. Trubisky is a fast quarterback. Also, was never asked, to my knowledge, to play. Well, receiver. he ain't fast like no, Lamar, Lamar was receiver fast though, Max. Not Lamar's receiver fast, though. Mm-hmm. Correct. Lamar's receiver fast. But, so, uh, no, no, I get it. But know. there were. But this is not without historical precedent. Where again, Warren Moon couldn't even start his career in the NFL because they wouldn't let him play quarterback 
They told him to play receiver. He's oh, like, and, 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 and Max, you're talking to a dude that wrote a book about this. No question. Made me cuss. Is, if we can pick, pick it up, I'll show you right now. <laughs> you, you're talking about a dude that but, studied this and, 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 had, and wrote a book about it. So mm-hmm. I understand the racial component that comes with it. My whole thing is th- they are now in the league, and they're still being told they can't do yeah. certain things. They, they beat yeah. the, the odds of the fact that they black and they got drafted. They didn't already beat that. They this got is what past I'm saying. That. Wait, Keith, this is what I'm saying. It's not whether or not it's about that. It's overlaid with that. It's part of the conversation, I think, inevitably. I think it's part, I think it's part of it. I think it's more style. It I think it's more style than anything. Because what's the first thing you say? Well, I want to – you're not saying Jalen Hurts can't throw the ball over the middle because he's black. Right. You're saying I'm he sure. can't throw the ball over the middle just because you didn't think he could. Right. At least that's what I take from it. Well, I just didn't think he was seeing the middle of the field, and that's changed now. Patrick Mahomes, his style from day one hasn't been traditional. Well, this is what I mean. Can we get back to Mahomes for a second? Mahomes, you know, I bring, up, I bring, up, I bring up Bill James from time to time on this show, who's the godfather of, like, baseball analytics, because he had a lot of influence on my thinking when I read him as a kid and, like, comparative analysis, right? And he made a point about Babe Ruth once, but I'm going to make about Patrick Mahomes. He's like, unless you have a point to prove, you say Ruth is the greatest back then, right? Because one year, this one, Lou Gehrig's almost as good as him. The next year, Jimmy Fox. Years later, maybe it's Willie Mays. But you know the name they're always comparing him to is Babe Ruth. That tells you something. Patrick Mahomes. One year, like he'll say, well, it changes because Lamar might win the MVP. Or Josh Allen might be coming on and, and looking like he can get over the hump. Or this one or that one. But you know who's always in the a- four years in the league as a starter Four years in the AFC Championship game, always in the top among all the passing, all the stats and everything, is Mahomes. And here we are almost at the quarter pole in the 16-game schedule. We be at the quarter pole. And who's the best player in the – who's the best quarterback in the NFL right now? Like, right now, it's Patrick Mahomes again. That's my point. Like, we keep there's – there's something to be said for the guy who's always there and everyone else is getting compared to him. Okay. That means he's the best. <laughs> that, that, was, that was where you were trying to go, that he's the best? That was where we got to? Yes, but he's the best in a very obvious way. Today, that somehow Ma- gets Max, as I said last week as I was sitting in the studio, yeah. it's going to change. And today, based on last night, the last game that we saw, Patrick Mahomes, the best quarterback. After Matthew Stafford throw for eight touchdowns tonight. I think that's missing. I hear what you're saying about the entire body of work. That's but after Matthew, it, but. Matthew, Matthew Stafford throw for eight touchdowns tonight on ESPN and we watch everything, he'll be in the MVP race. Well, that's, listen, that's he's the defending Super Bowl Best champion. It's week to week, man. Win a Super Bowl. Speaking of Super Bowl champion, K.J. Wright, Super Bowl champion and pro bowler, is with us right now. Good morning. Hello, Mr. Wright. How good are morning, you? Good morning. How are you doing this What's morning, up, fellas? Mr. Wright? What's good, K.J.? Doing really good. How about y'all? What's up, man? It's Keyshawn. <laughs> Y'all doing What's right? happening, boss? Man, nothing up here in Seattle, chilling. Just woke up. We should well, say, we should say you can get up with us early in the morning. Yeah. We no appreciate doubt, no you. Doubt. I come out be on with the fellas. Like, got to. I got to, got to do that. We should say hello for a little while longer. All right. Hey, uh, KJ. Hello. No. <laughs> which team's in a better situation <laughs> to win a Super Bowl right now, the Bucks or the Chiefs? Oh, oh clearly the Chiefs. Um I love the Bucks going into the season, and um, you know they have the goat and Tom Brady. You got your offensive weapons, but it's just too many injuries to start the season. Way too many injuries. I feel like they haven't gotten their chemistry going. And then when you look at the Chiefs, it's like everyone had the question about Tyreek Hill leaving. Oh, will they be the same? Can they figure it out? Can they can they score points? 
But it's crazy to say they may even look even better without Tyreek Hill. Um, Andy Reid is a phenomenal play caller. Um, Patrick Mahomes getting the ball all over the field to his fellows, new weapons. Juju's looking good. And so right now it's the Kansas City Chiefs. You mean Eric Bieniemy's doing a great job calling plays, right, KJ? Is that what you meant? You really that's, meant that, right? <laughs> that's what I meant. <laughs> yeah, okay. I just me. hey look, I'm just I'm just making sure we put that out there the it's right early. way. It's- it's early. Come on, Key. It's early now. Oh, I know. I know it it's is. The play buddy. worked. It's Andy Reid, Key. Come no, it's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but look, KJ. So I'm gonna open up a little, a little wound real quick for you, and you know, a little sour grapes, so to speak. You was in a situation where the the right play wasn't called, and it cost you a game. I'm not gonna mention that game. Now we're looking at the Baltimore okay. situation from yesterday, where they elected to go for it on fourth down rather than taking the three points. Was that the right move by Coach Harbaugh and Lamar Jackson to allow Lamar to have a one-way go and not put him on a two-way go and throw the football? Mm -hmm. Therefore, they got no points out of it? These guys have done this his whole career. Coach always asks Lamar, what you want to do? He go always say, Coach, let's go for it. And when you look at the situation, the elements were bad. They were struggling on offense. You got to take what you can get. First of all, kick the dang field goal. But if you are going to run a play – I didn't like the play call at all. Get Lamar on the move. Get him spreading out to his right. Let him run the ball in or uh, make a really phenomenal throw. So really tough call to even go for it. And when they did go for it, just the, the style of play that they went for it, I didn't like that at all. So tough, tough decision. Didn't work out for him. And, um, you know, it, it, it didn't work out. KJ Wright, Super Bowl champion and pro bowler, joining us here, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max KJ, I got you. We're four weeks into the season right now. We've been having a lot of conversation around who is the MVP of the league thus far. We have Lamar Jackson in that conversation. Josh Allen getting a big win in mm-hmm. Baltimore. Yesterday we have Jalen Hurts in that conversation, considering they're undefeated. And then we have Patrick Mahomes. Who would you say week four, as of right now, at the end of it, is the MVP? Week four right now is Lamar Jackson. I, I know I know he didn't look the best yesterday, but the man is special. The performance he put up last week with, I believe, five touchdowns, the way he's running the ball, the way he's beating teams from the pocket, and just he made a statement, a big-time statement. Hey, I, I need my contract fully guaranteed. I need every penny fully guaranteed. And I love what I saw from him to start this season off. He came out on fire. And I believe that with this loss that he had last week, he's definitely going to bounce back and put up another MVP next week. So, KJ, when you look at well, first of all, K.J. Wright, uh, former Seattle Seahawks Super Bowl winning champion, Pro Bowler, joins us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Of course, can't leave Max out. When you look at what Denver's <laughs> doing on the offensive side of the ball, why hasn't Russell Wilson in this offense clicked yet? Why Why does it seem – and Russell played okay. Yeah. He rushed for a TD through for two, a laser in the seam yesterday on a big stud mm-hmm. wide receiver. But why is this offense struggling when it was supposed to be let Russ cook and we oh. got the X and O guru in Hackett taking over on the offensive side of the ball for us? Because mm-hmm. when you look at them on paper, they have everything they need. You have the offensive line, you have the receivers. But I think the thing for this offense, I'm looking at the running game. The running game has pretty much been non-existent. Russ led the team yesterday in rushing yards. And that's, that's just a recipe for disaster. And so I look at the running game. I look at Russ's history. He's always leaned on the running game to open up the, the plays downfield for him. He always used the play action to get it to DK, get it to Tyler down the field. And I believe that the lack of this run has limited Russ. And then when he is passing the ball, it's a lot of stuff from the pocket. 
a lot. Can he do it? Obviously, he can. But I need these guys to get this run game going, get Russ on the move so he can stress the ball down to Judy and to Cortland Sutton. Meantime, talking to K.J. Wright here on Keyshawn J. Willemax, Super Bowl champion and Pro Bowler K.J. Wright. K.J., um, meantime, Geno Smith's been balling. Like, yes, <laughs> he's, sir. he's actually he's yes, not, he's not just holding it down. He's balling. What, is, what has impressed you most about Geno so far this year? Well, first of all, people were calling me crazy when I said that Geno would be A-OK. They was like, Geno? I was like, yes, Geno. I watched him as a scout Can you believe those people, KJ? Man, Can you believe the nerve of those people? You mean people like KJ? You mean people like Max thing. Kellerman? Oh, no, never mind that. Those don't bring up old stuff, Key. Go ahead, KJ. <laughs> I tried KJ. Man, I, I tried to tell him the same dude. thing. I tried to tell him the same thing. Yeah. I watched Geno. The man, he learned from Phillip Rivers and um, Chargers. Learned from Russ, and I went against the man all the time. I saw his two-minute drills. Just saw the way he came into work still early, even as a backup quarterback. And the man is just absolutely dropping dimes. He passed over 300 yards, leading the NFL in QBR. And Coach Carroll, he held the reins back on the beginning. He was like, oh, we're not going to let you air this ball out. We're going to keep handing this ball, do really basic methodical throws. But yesterday, oh, my God, 300 yards down the field, bumps to DK. Tyler got active, and so I'm loving what I'm seeing from Geno. He's 2-2, two and two, perfect spot to start the season. He's just getting started, and so, man, just keep this thing going, keep this run game explosive like they've been doing, and I believe that the Seahawks can still sneak into the playoffs. Let me let me ask you this, though, KJ, because this is, this is, you know, you and I, we obviously played, so we got a different view of way, the way things are me done, too. right, me outside too. of people like Max Kellerman. So... <laughs> when I say when I say that this reminds me, this Seattle team reminds me of the early KJ Wright, mm-hmm. Seahawk, Bobby Wagner, Seahawk teams with a strong mm-hmm. running game and a quarterback like Russell Wilson that y'all didn't ask to do too much, that Pete mm-hmm. Carroll in in Snyder said we can get back to that with Geno Smith. We don't have to pay $200 million to Russell Wilson to do what Geno could do to get back to the early stages when we first got here. Am I too far off or am I off at all? You are spot on. What they are doing, they're trying to rebuild what they did about 10, 11 years ago. Mm-hmm. you got to build around the quarterback, build a phenomenal defense. The secondary is looking outstanding. They have two rookies starting at left tackle and right tackle. You know what I'm saying? And so they're trying to build something around the quarterback position. And if a quarterback does come in the draft, let's see, we'll see how the season goes. If an opportunity does present itself where they could snatch somebody that they really like, I know they're going to go for it. And so they are doing a phenomenal job laying out the foundation. The foundation is set. Keep building upon this. You get the draft picks in the Russell Wilson trade. You don't just pay all the $250 million to a quarterback going to his 11th season. You lay down a solid foundation and you build through the draft, a little stuff through free agency. They go get back to, I believe, a Super Bowl caliber team. Mm-hmm. Well, I just hope people will listen to me the next time I make a point of like Geno Smith can play. You just got to give him a chance. There's KJ Wright, Super Bowl <laughs> champion and Pro Bowler. Thank Say, you, man. When I get up to Seattle, we got to get up now again. I'll let me, man. I will for sure. Enjoy it, fellas. All right, man. Likewise. Uh, All right, All right, y'all. Talk soon. So, is you know, it time? I, was, I really wanted to. I was going to ask him about his home state. But I wanted to leave that alone, Max, because I didn't want to go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> you, is it time for the Rams to start 
looking like defending Super Bowl champions. Key, like, is that the, is it time yet? We look ahead to Monday Night Football. Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. The 49ers are better off with Jimmy Garoppolo as their quarterback. But they're still going to be kept at a ceiling of, can Jimmy G take them to places that he hasn't been able to? I think when you talk about the Rams, you saw what they were able to do in the playoffs last year. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Click on the ESPN app. More pops up on the bottom right-hand corner of the app. Click on that, scroll down, and listen live, and you can take us with you. You're not tethered to the car radio. Take us with you anywhere, listen live. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Meantime, the Monday night football preview is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. And joining us now, Key, there's a station in L.A., ESPN, called 710 ESPN L.A. Great station. I don't know if you're familiar with it. Travis Rogers from ESPN 710 LA is with us now. Good morning, Travis. Boo, boo, Trav. <laughs> good morning, Max. It's good to hear from you, at least, I guess. Yeah, right. I don't know. What are you booing Trav for? You're good, he, Travis. He, You're good. he was texting with me last night and the day before, and he didn't even tell me he was coming on the show. Like, who hides the secret? Well, anyone who's <laughs> keeping a secret normally hides it. No, you got to tell me, though, Max. Why are you hiding? Why are you I, keeping I secrets from Key? You're dying, Key. I thought you had made this happen. No, no, not me. I had nothing to do with it. Travis, did Key offend you in some way? Why are you keeping secrets from him? I have no idea. I, I, I Maybe I've stepped in and I didn't even know. I, I, uh, I'll have to go back and review the tape. <laughs> so uh, let's, let's, let's get into some football. Allen Robinson really has not been Odell Beckham Jr. I mean, he's not Odell Beckham Jr., but he hasn't really fit in yet. What does McVay need to do to get him going? Well, it's a, it's the number one question, I think, Max, as far as what we've seen through the first three games. I thought Allen Robinson was going to be amazing. I thought that he'd come over from Chicago, having played with some you know less-than-great quarterbacks there, some less-than-great quarterbacks in Jacksonville, and put him with Sean McVay and put him with Matthew Stafford. I thought he was going to absolutely kill it, combine it with the fact that Cooper Cup draws so much attention the way that he does that 
he would get, you know, seven, eight catches a game. It just it just hasn't happened. And it's not just that they haven't gotten him the ball or he hasn't made catches. They haven't really looked at him all that much. That's the most peculiar thing. And I don't know if he's having trouble getting up to speed on the offense. I don't know if he and Matthew Stafford are not having the right connection. I don't know if it's just opportunities aren't there or whatnot, but – it's the number one question that we've seen with this team from the beginning that they just they spent all this money to go out and get him and they just haven't used him they haven't targeted him I think he's only having seven catches on the season he's like fourth on the team as far as receptions go it's it's a mystery I don't know why they haven't used him more don't think that in here peculiar in there but I'm gonna let that slide Travis because we're not together on the show today so <laughs> um, Cooper Cup he continues to just. I don't know, to just shine despite everybody knowing that he's going to be a focal point of the offense. When does this slow down? Well, I think if it were going to slow down, it wouldn't have, it would have happened already, right? I mean, you, you look at the way that they've played. They haven't, their, their Van Jefferson, their third wide receiver, has been gone all season. They're the guy they're using now in Ben and wide receiver, fullback hybrid. It's not like he's, an unstoppable force. They don't run the ball all that well with the guys in Daryl Henderson and Cam Akers. That hasn't really happened. It's been all Cooper Cup all the time, a little bit of Tyler Higby here and there. So I don't know if it's just the scheme that they use where he's going to be the guy, whether or not he's uncoverable. But if they're going to slow down Cooper Cup, it, it would have happened by now. He killed everybody last year through the first three games this year, a little bit slower against Arizona last week. But he has been a guy that if you need to get 8, 9, 10, 12 catches, 100-plus yards, get in the end zone once or twice, no one has been able to stop him, San Francisco included. So I, I don't think it's going to stop. I think that he's just got that thing where when they need to get him the ball, he's open. Go back to the Super Bowl last year, right, that everybody else on the offense was banged up, down, or, or you know had the big eyes going on. They just went to him over and over and over again, and he was unstoppable. Travis Rogers, host of Travis and Sliwa on ESPN 710 LA, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. T, obviously the Rams going against one of the top defenses in the National Football League this evening. What kind of problems do the 49ers present? What the 49ers have done really well, J. Will, against uh, the Rams historically, I think they've beaten them six of the last seven times that they've played, is they bully ball them. They just manhandle them physically, especially – um, on, on the offensive line of San Francisco against the Rams right there. Now, they're missing two guys. They've got two young guys in the middle at guards. They're missing both of their tackles. So, you know, I, I, I've told myself this, I don't know how many times in a row, that this is the time that the Rams take advantage of the fact that San Francisco's missing this guy or that guy. Uh, you know, Trent Williams has gone this time. I just, I, I've told myself so many times that this is going to be the time that it goes the other way that I've stopped believing it because San Francisco just, manhandles them. They have trouble with Debo. For whatever reason, they've had trouble with Jimmy G in the past. That A guy that doesn't make a ton of plays seems to make a pretty decent amount against the Rams. So I, I'm hoping that this is the time that that physicality advantage that San Francisco has doesn't show up, but I've told myself that lie before. Travis Rogers, I think in the future you should be open with Key. Don't keep secrets. If I mention, you, if you, I mention food, you call me. If I mention food, yeah, Travis would call. Thanks, well, Travis. You know, that's important. Thank you, Travis. You got it. You got it. Thanks, Max. So um, we've been having a problem saying hello and goodbye to people today. You notice that? Takes no, five I think minutes you to have. say hello and goodbye. No, we no, were we a team. Probably, yeah. We, we, yeah. 
<laughs> we struggle with Mac. We struggle when Mac struggles, man. We all together. That's right. We're all together. He wins, we win, right? right. I mean, that's part of it. So give us some of your salary. <laughs> Looking for, I think you already got it. Looking for a career path with flexibility and great pay and benefits? Go to progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. Bundle today at progressive.com. Look, speaking of pockets, we'll get your pockets right for Monday Night Football. Plus, Things aren't looking too good for Jay's New York Mets. Told him to be a Yankees fan when he was getting into baseball, but alas. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. So DK Metcalf got carted off the field because he needed uh, to use the bathroom. I got no problem with that. I'd like a cart sometimes. I got, I got no problem with that. I mean, sometimes uh, you need to go to the bathroom. You need to go number two. Go number two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would assume it. I would assume it was something, you know, a little more egregious than having to just, you know, use the restroom on a stand-up. Mm-hmm. Because if that more was egregious. the case, <laughs> huh? More egregious. Yes. Yeah, I, because if that was the case, he could stand there. There's a trick. And it it sounds disgusting, but if you don't want to miss any portion of the game, you could have people stand there with two towels. They got a cup, and they're gonna cover you up with two towels, and then you can release your bladder, standing right there on the sideline, or you could do the trick, stand there on the sideline, go in your pants. I know it sounds gross, and then you just take the water bottle, and put the water bottle all on your pants, to rinse it off. Which happens a lot, believe it or not. I like the egregious thing. I think from now on, Dad, where are you going? I have to do something egregious. 
Well, I mean, it Having would be egregious towels, if you son. did it on the sideline. That's why I'm like, <laughs> if if that's what he had to do, maybe the guy uh, had, you know, maybe he got a hold of something spicy. You know, remember and, Lamar last year? Well, everyone knows he was in the bathroom, yeah. came out, and, and led the comeback against uh, Baker Mayfield. Then I've never had that issue as a player because I always took care of business before I went out on the field, mm-hmm. and I think my nerves wouldn't allow me anyway. Like I never had to, you know. I think I. I did a whiz one time, and that was it. Get a little stomach bug or something. Got to run, go to the bathroom. I mean, it happens all the time. Right. You know, it happens in basketball all the time. Just running right to the locker room, go to the bathroom. But imagine if they need you at that point in time and you're not there. Oh. By the way, DK uh, tweeted about it. Or if you got hit too hard and it- – <laughs> Ooh, you could hold it, Jay. You got hit in the stomach going across the <laughs> middle. Oh, that would be improper. DK tweeted about it. Want to know what he wrote? Sure. That clinch walk wouldn't have made it. That's what I'm saying. It was number two. Clearly. Oh, see, I never had. I just never. I my body, have a cart in my house. And all the years the I played, my body just didn't allow me. You I never guess. had a queasy stomach or anything like Hanging that? Hanging out with key? the family and everything? No, just man, because. Before the game. No, nah, I never. I've had that. I've had that. Yeah, no shame no in way. Jay's game. No, I'm, I'm straight. got to be efficient, though. Bathroom. You got to be very Jay, efficient. Jay, we needed you. I needed the bathroom. Yeah, right. Nothing wrong. Like yeah, you're not going to have me. You don't. You think you need me, but you won't have me unless I get unless I get what I need. <laughs> uh, yeah, you got to be efficient, though. You can't just escape in there for a little that's solitude, disgusting. which is uh, family men know what that's about. Do a little reading in there. Come on, man. Oh, so gross. Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I mean, if you're sitting on sitting in traffic trying to cross that 405 traffic barrier. Ooh. You know it's already crowded, but it is a nice place to live, man. I mean, I get the weather. It was more about the scene. It yeah. was more about waking up, cup of joe, watching NFL football. I'm like, oh, I like starting my day like this instead of waiting all the way until 1 o'clock games in the afternoon. What's a cup of joe? Coffee. Cup of joe. What? You know, morning, morning joe, TV show. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a reference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cup of Joe. Yeah, I like to have. I mean, Max and I are coffee drinkers. I, I, I am a you big and Alan drinker. Yates controlling the boards. Hence the whole what? You guys don't drink coffee. I get it. No, that's what? right. That's what you do. I just was. I didn't. I'm asking a uh, legitimate question. What's a cup of Joe? Yeah. Yeah. That's why Jay was just talking during the additional content segment during the break about sometimes because you know uh, Metcalf had to get <laughs> carted out, carted to the bathroom, and he said the the clinch walk wouldn't have made it. Coffee <laughs> drinkers understand. Sometimes you got to make a quick one. It happens. It's a quick show. run, or as they call it, the runs. <laughs> oh, well, if you God. make a quick run, 
No? Max almost missed the start of the show. A little bathroom break. Not true, but I gotta leave that coffee alone, cuz. Why? Is something coffee wrong with the good coffee? You clearly got messed it. up stomach because your coffee is in your stomach. No. Coffee is the best thing ever. I don't care what anyone says. Every coffee drinker I know who's an avid coffee drinker always mentions the runs and the number twos and the And DKs they keep doing that to themselves, huh? And they do it that the doesn't make day. a whole lot of sense. No. Think of how good it must be then. Think of how good it must be, even though that's what you're saying is 100% true. Think of how good coffee must be. coffee gets me exactly to the point I need to be. Yeah. And then I feel But then you smell like a lawyer, a teacher, a judge. No, no. Lawyers and teachers and judges? What's wrong with that? Teachers just smell like. smell good. Teachers are good. We want to smell like teachers. Not in the old days. And I, see, no, now, see, now I don't you're combine want... the cigarette smoke and the I coffee. didn't That's combine not... the cigarette smoke. Right, I listen. know naturally where you go, Keith. And the cheese. Don't forget like the cheese. Remember Eddie's, Eddie Murphy's stand-up with the cheese? <laughs> then they smoke just the cigarette the just to, co- to seal it in, to seal mm, the smell like, in. Oh, All right. I could, see you, I could literally see you doing a break if you could. Go out on the balcony if we had one right there in the studio, Max and Jay. <laughs> which in All the wintertime... No, I don't smoke cigarettes. No, no. I can see y'all. Never that. Cigarettes, big waste of time. Worse than a waste of time. All right. How much better is the world now that you don't have to go everywhere and smell like cigarette smoke when you come back? It's the best. All right. It's time for the Monday Parlay. All right. Here it is. The KJM Monday Parlay. Q, we're going to start with you. What's the first leg of this parlay? Was Jimmy G over touchdowns. uh, 1-5 right now. One and a hook. I'm going over. I think when you when you look at Jimmy G's performance, I think he got two innings. I think he got two little easy, you know, just little easy dink and dunks. One will come off a screen and he'll hit Kittle in the flat on another one. All right, I'm with it. All right, Matthew Stafford, Stafford passing yards, two fifty and a hook. I'm gonna go under here just because I think that 49er defense, one of the best defenses there is in the National Football League, and on an average, they've been holding passing yards to under 200 per game. I'm going to go with that. All right, I'm doing this under protest because when we discussed this on last night's call after the early games or yesterday afternoon's call, the over-under was 7.5 for Cooper Cup receptions. I took the over because 8 I like. Since then, it's moved up a full point, a full full reception to 8.5. I'll still take the over. But now it's uh, it's tighter, and I really want the seven and a half. This is BS. I laid my bet when it was seven and a half, but I'm gonna have to lay it again when it's eight and a half. But I'll do it. So there you have it. I have Cooper Cup over eight and a half receptions. That dude, he, 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 everyone knows it's going to him. They still can't stop him. There it is. One, two, three. KJM Monday parlay. Keyshawn's taking the over on Garoppolo's TD passes. One and a half. Jay's taking the under on Stafford's passing yards. 250 and a half. And by the way, I don't think that that conflicts with yours because the parlay, you want them to line up yeah. because they can still go to Cooper, uh, to Cooper Cup a lot and hit the under on the mm-hmm. 250. So eight and a half receptions, Cooper Cup. I'm taking the over. There you have it. And there's someone I, I understand, a very special uh, person, uh, Shemp is on the line, wants to talk to Mo Larry and Curly over here. What, what's going on? Who's on the line? Who? Oh, you hear the music. Eat the baby. The Atlanta Braves swept the New York Mets. And for all you farmers who believed in the Mets, they disappointed you once again. They will. I can't wait to see what bottle of wine you're going to send me because I won that bet. But listen, it's just a normal New York day. You know, Atlanta owns New York now. It all started about two years ago, you know, when when the Hawks uh, beat the, the Knicks. Now the Braves have swept the Mets and the, and the Mets on the outside looking in. Holding on by a shoestring, but it's okay, Jay. I'm gonna enjoy this bottle of wine because the Braves, the South, Atlanta, have something to say. They will. 
Are you done, Harry? You've been texting what, me the what whole type of damn bottle of wine are you me, purchasing? You've been Jay? texting me the whole damn show, Harry. <laughs> yeah. I have not responded back to you for a reason. And you have the audacity <laughs> to call into the show on Jay's show on the last segment just to give me flack, even though we talked yesterday at six fifteen in the morning. <laughs> you're the worst person. We talking. We talked on Saturday. We talked on Sunday. We talked today. First of all, this Harry has been Douglas. amazing. Don't call up call, talking all that mess about New York. You, you, the, the Atlanta's beating the soccer teams in New York. The hey, Knicks and the first Mets. Off, watch your mouth. Those are the soccer teams. Ooh, watch what your about mouth. the Yankees? Ooh, they're in the AL. Well, if they make it to the World Series where I have the Braves making it, if we get to that point, Max, then yep. yes, me and you will have a friendly better one. Wait, Harry, you got, you Harry got, you what got happens him? when the wait, Yankees Harry. meet the Braves in the World wait, Series? Wait, wait, you know wait, what, wait, what wait, happens. Wait, Harry, you got, you, got the, you got the Braves over the Dodgers like that? That easily? Of course, just like we, just like last year. Yes, I do, Jay. Just like last year. All right, so now it's me and Key against you. Okay. No, I'm not against him. If that's the way he feel, he feel that way. I can't, you know, I can't change a man's mind. He grown. If he feel that way, you know, pop slick to a can of oil, baby. Do your thing. <laughs> Key is hilarious. Key, you always cool, calm, and collected. Yeah, ain't no need <laughs> to panic. You the one. You you targeting us. I ain't mentioned the Atlanta Braves. I don't. You know what? What does that mean to me? They got to get there before they. You know what I'm saying? What are the Dodgers up to right now? They got to be close to you 110. Know? Harry, what's we just we us? just we slowly but surely just plucking along, getting healthy, man. We had our two That's aces all. on the mound, Harry. We had our two. We had, we had the Grom and shirt. We had our two aces, man. Well, that's the thing that that's probably the most upsetting for Mets fans in the Mets organization because the Grom pitched in Game One, and then you had Scherzer in Game Two. But then the Braves and their batting lineup, Olsen, you know, Swanson, Austin Riley, treated both of those guys like a pinata and just beat the hell out of them. So I'm excited right now. You know, um, the Braves got to 100 wins. Congratulations. Tremendous accomplishment. The Dodgers are right now at 110 wins. Like, do you know how few teams have won over 100 or Dodge, Max. more games shh, shh, in the history of baseball? Max, just don't speak on us. Well, I'm trying to jinx you. Right yeah, the, the, the Dodgers are going to be tough now. Uh, what they've done this year consistently without yeah, their it. pitching being in place and hoping guys can get back healthy, they're, they're going to be a scary out. See, the Dodgers are shoe in to win the World Series. I mean, they shouldn't even – it's yeah, it. It's a been wrap. A shoe in they, for they about, it. We've been a shoe in for about six years in a row, but that doesn't mean anything. Jinxing you. Jinxing it. <laughs> By the way, I don't care about any of this. Can Aaron Judge hit his 60-second home run already? Harry, what go What the hell away. is taking so long? Go away, Harry. Louisville. Go okay. Away. Okay, guys. Forever. There Bye. he is. Bye, Harry Felicia. Douglas. You know Judge had put together a 30-game on base streak while he was uh, chasing his home run record? Pretty good. All right. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. That's a wrap. Greenies coming up next. We will be back tomorrow, 6 a.m. Eastern. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. 
See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.